Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Another day gone by, another podcast episode slipped past, and one more moment closer to All Hallows' Eve. Ladies, gentlemen, theys and thems, welcome to Halloween Week with Wicked and Grim. My name is Jacko, and I will continue to be your master of ceremonies for the remaining three days. With her tales twisting through torture, through murder, through the bizarre and urban legends, I do hope you got your guess right last episode with the three urban legends. Now, we're going to take a trip around the world, haunted and bizarrely scary locations. Nicole has done her deep research and is about to present us with these such things. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. For now, introducing Ben and Nicole. Thanks, Jacko. I'm Nicole. I'm Ben, and you are listening to Halloween Week, Wicked and Grim. A true crime podcast. I actually just realized I fucked that up, but that's not that's normal. It's all good. We we said we were gonna switch it up slightly. Yeah, this, that was week, that right? worked actually. It if did. I didn't stall, that would have been epic. It was suspense. There you go. For the Halloween week. You know it was what? done on purpose, right? We're back. And this week has been freaking amazing. It has. Um, it's, and it's flying by. It it really has, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we've gone through most of our episodes after you listen to this one. There's only two more. Wow. However, we got a bunch of cool stuff still coming down the pipe. Yeah. Like, like. Uh, we're doing a live. We're going to do a live. Today, Saturday, um, yep. October 29th. Yep. What time? Yeah, uh, good question. I don't know. Um, what time do you want to do it? Let's decide right now. 6 p.m. PST. PST. So that's going to be like 9 p.m. for Ooh, people over in late? the east. 4 p.m. PST. 4, 4 p.m. should be should be good because we're over on the West Coast. We're always way behind most people. So let's go 4 p.m. 4 p.m. PST. Pac- Pacific Standard Time. So we're yep. going to go live over on Instagram and we're going to be carving some pumpkins. And then after that, we're going to be posting on Instagram again and Facebook um, some sort of pumpkin carving contest and mm-hmm. with information how you can sub- submit your pumpkin and you can win a cool prize. Very cool. Um, I wanted to touch really quickly on the mugs. So the mugs, they Etsy, just put them back up, kind of yep. what we thought might happen. And uh, they sold out. So yeah. if you didn't get one, I apologize. We apologize. 
but we are going to be putting in an order for another batch. So we will, and we're going to tweak them slightly yeah. each they'll, time. They'll be stay wicked mugs still. Yeah, but they'll they'll be tweaked slightly, so it's slightly different. Exactly. Um, and then we have a badass of the day. Okay, we do. We really do. Like a badass of the friggin' week. <laughs> Pretty much. Like the <laughs> Halloween badass, basically. Yeah. Um, Tammy Johnson, uh, she was alluding to this all week. She was. We were kind of like, we didn't want to come out and say it, but we were pretty sure we knew it was happening. Um, and we were right. Tammy went and got a tattoo from Wicked and Grim. Yeah. She got Mr. Mr. Bones. Bones. And says, stay wicked. Like, holy shit, Tammy. That is fucking cool. wicked. Yeah. We're going to post this actually on our, our Instagram or our socials too, because it, it's got to be seen. That's pretty awesome. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So that is commitment. That is absolutely wicked and 100% deserves badass of the day right there. 100%. Um, I'm curious. We're blown away. Oh, through and Blown through. away. Officially yeah. the first person ever. With a wicked and grim tattoo, we yeah. don't even have one, and I'm I'm a tattoo person. Oh shit! Yay! Whoa, Tammy, you I know. beat us. She beat us to it, <laughs> right? That's crazy. That's so cool. I am curious though. Um, this brings us on to the topics of tattoos. I'm curious if anyone else has thought about getting a wicked and grim tattoo. Mm -hmm. If you have, let us know. Um, but I am curious, what's your next tattoo? I'm I, I'm just throwing that out there because I want to know. Mine. Well, just anyone out there oh, listening, shoot okay. us a message. I want to know what you guys' well, tattoo is. I'm thinking I actually need to get a fucking Wicked and Grim tattoo now, so I'm going to figure that out. Yeah? Yeah. We should do it. I'm going to do it. I have an idea, actually. We'll discuss this. Oh. We'll discuss. Oh. Yeah. Okay. To be determined. Okay. So, today's episode, we are going around the world, and we have picked some spooky, some haunted, some just outright fucked up bizarre places <laughs> and we're discussing them fucked up bizarre places got yeah. it um so i kind of forgot to rearrange this so that's okay um i'm starting with two united states and then two canada and then the rest are around the world i well, mean I u.s mean, and canada is around the world too. that's also around the world yes yeah <laughs> but i just couldn't narrow there was like a whole bunch i it was very hard to narrow them down so this may be a um a tradition is that the right word? Tradition. We might make it a tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Where we kind of go through this each Halloween week because it was really fun. So it might be end up that I'm the urban legend guy and you are the haunted places gal. Possibly. That's that's not a bad well, idea. Or apparently we have to switch it up next year because you're not having any fun. Well, I mean, you're doing this. I might have fun with this. So <laughs> that might that might make it fair. You know oh. what I mean? Oh. Okay. So anyway, first one, Lizzie Borden House. Oh, she, oh okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the Lizzie Borden House is, is um, the location of the August 4th, 1892 unsolved double murder of Lizzie's father and stepmother, Andrew and Abby Borden. Okay. Okay. The house is located on 232nd Street in the city of Fall River, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I, I know. I meant to say that with an accident. I just fucked <laughs> Just it butchered it instead. Anyway, Fall River. Okay. So the pair was found in the house and described as being hacked to death with Andrew's daughter, Lizzie, considered a prime suspect, which is really fucked up. She was actually later acquitted and no one was ever charged in their deaths. 
Today, the house offers tours and operates as a bed and breakfast. Yeah. I kind of like sometimes think that's that's a little fucked up though. I was just Googling it now because I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's a bed and breakfast. Yeah. Like, and a few of these places are, and I'm like, like, I don't know. And like the main, the most popular room I'm probably going to freaking talk about in a sec here is like the room that. Where they got killed. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, okay. I am talking. Okay. Let's just all the simple Okay. Here. Continue. So the female, she was murdered in a room. So in, in a room? Like a bedroom. She was murdered in a room. In a bedroom that you can sleep in. Okay. Okay. So that's super popular. But then the dad was actually killed in a common area. So you can't really stay the night in there, but like you can hang out in that that spot. Gotcha. So I'm just like, I don't know. That's bizarre. That's bizarre to me. But How I'd probably bizarre. stay there. <laughs> Sorry, that like so audio popped in my head. On the website, it says, is the house really haunted? It's a question. <laughs> the answer says, yes. While some guests do not witness anything, many regularly claim to experience all manner of strange things throughout the house. This includes strange odors, voices, objects moving on their feet, feeling touched at night, and footsteps. Um, also to be seeing full body apparitions. Is apparitions. That apparitions. Of course, they do not guarantee that ghosts will have any haunting experience, or that guests, sorry, will have any haunting experiences. They don't, can't guarantee that, but it has happened. Yeah, of course. So w- would you stay at the Lizzie Borden house? We've talked about this case before. We've, I know, well, not in the podcast, just yeah. like day to day. You know what? I'm not opposed to sleeping somewhere that has ghosts because I've actually done that before in Barkerville. But I am a little bit opposed of sleeping somewhere where someone's been like murdered. Okay. I don't know. Uh, there, there's a little bit of a respect thing there. I totally get that. I don't even know if it's that necessary. That's just like creepy as fuck and like <laughs> almost unnecessary, I guess. I don't know. Not that I'm judging anyone that does, but I'm just like – I don't know. It's different than just being haunted versus like someone literally like was murdered here. Yeah. Well, there's there's a certain status symbol almost of the Lizzie Borden house because it's such a prolific case. It's one of those ones where I kind of want to go there and stay there. You would, eh? I would. I was going to ask you. Um, also, it's like, I don't know, it's like the Watcher house or the Amityville Horror house. It's like they're just, there's something about these places because the case is so well known. Yeah. So it's like almost a stardom status to it. I would be fine staying there, but I don't know if I necessarily want to stay in the room that the um, stepmom was murdered in. Yeah. Okay. But I would probably still stay there. I think my preference preference would be to not stay in a room that has had them murdered in. Yeah. But I probably wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, I would also need to make sure that I pack a bunch of plastic wrap to wrap the bed with because I would piss myself at night after. <laughs> I thought you were going to say diapers or something. Uh, same thing. <laughs> well, especially because what one of the things here, wasn't it, Um, where did I say this? Oh, and or it was feeling touched at night. Like, no. No, thank you. No, thank you, hey? Like, I'm out. Hey, I mean, some people pay good money for that shit. I can't remember if it was one I actually picked, but another one was like, person like tucks you in and i'm just like oh really i'm out like i'm sorry but like i'd rather just sleep in the streets wait hold up when you say someone tucks you in are you saying the ghost okay the ghost tucks you in i'd rather just go sleep outside but maybe the ghost is out there too 
Hmm. Anyway, that is the first one that started us off here. Okay, gotcha. In Massachusetts. Yes. So now we're going to Stanley Hotel. So the Stanley Hotel is located in Colorado Estates Park, I believe it is. And it's stunning. It's like it's absolutely stunning. It has breathtaking views of the Rockies. But has a reputation for true ghost stories and was the inspiration behind Stephen King's classic horror no- novel, The Shining. Yeah. Yeah. I actually need to, like, I actually don't even know if I've read a Stephen King novel. Do you have it? I just don't read much is the problem. I'm sure I don't have, you have like a ton of time, but I want to. I want to read this one actually. We've actually had we've had some Stephen King uh films uh made not far from us. Yeah, actually so, we have. But Dreamcatcher, that's Stephen King, wasn't it? Isn't that in Prince George? Yeah, that was filmed here. Yeah. I'm I pretty don't sure know. that was I'm pretty sure it's Stephen King. Okay. Anyways, um, but there there are some filmed around here. And actually we had this um location this house requested as a case not too long ago even oh the the stanley hotel here yeah oh okay well this is just a tiny little little tidbit on it so in 1911 a housekeeper lit a candle in a room that had a gas leak which caused an explosion explosion that destroyed a tenth of the hotel that's freaking terrifying. A tenth is a significant amount but i mean as far as explosions go could yeah. be much worse she lived though Oh, snap. But guests claim her spirit has, oh, this is where we are, has unmade their beds or done the sheets around them while they were sleeping. But so she, that's like some creepy shit. But she lived? She lived, but then she's later just has, I mean, that happens sometimes. Yeah. You're the, the like person. the lady in the red, like she didn't die there. Uh, well, there's no proof that she died. Right. There's no, there's no historical proof of the lady in red at all. I think sometimes our spirits and stuff can go to places we'd like to, right? Yeah, exactly. So. So you're attached to that certain place, whatever energy reasons or who knows what. Mm-hmm. So after death, you, you go back. Yeah. Yeah. So when I stay in a hotel room, I have to like untuck the sheets because it just drives me fucking bonkers. Like the sheet cannot be tucked in. At the foot of the bed? Yeah. Yeah. So if I woke up and it was tucked in, shit, (laughs) that's scary. So others here. Duly noted. Next time we go to a hotel, I'm tucking you in in the middle of the fucking night. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you better not. And I'm going to have to check the fucking cabinet mirror like I'm screwed. Okay. So others hear piano music without a player or children's footsteps on the floor that was once used for childcare. In 2017, a man um, on a ghost tour supposedly captured two little girls on film, despite there being no young girls on the tour. And so... Were they holding hands saying, come play with us? The Shining? Not that I know of. No? Okay. (laughs) So again, this place offers tours as well as the opportunity to do overnight stays. So in regards to the inspiration behind uh, Stephen King's The Shining, in 1974, Stephen King and his wife spent a night at the Stanley Hotel. After checking in and after his wife went to bed, Stephen went about roaming the halls and went down to the hotel bar to enjoy a drink. Mm -hmm. When he returned to his room, his imagination was fired up by the hotel's remote location, its grand size, and the eerie vibes that it gave off. So when Stephen went to the bathroom and pulled back the curtain for the tub, he thought, what if somebody died here? And at that moment, he knew he had a book. By the time he left the hotel, he had the bones of The Shining set in his mind. Wow. That's cool. The Shining is a classic. But it's kind of interesting that, like, 
creative people and writers and stuff can go somewhere and be like that inspired. No kidding. Right? Yeah. Okay. We're going to Canada. Canada, eh? Canada. Canada. We're, we're about to go up north, eh? Um, so this one is the, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, the Tranquil um, Sanatorium, I think. Yeah, I think that's how you say it, yeah. So this is actually in Kamloops, BC, which is six hours away from us. Yeah. Like that is close. So this place was originally built in 1907 to treat tuberculosis. And later, it served as a mental institution. In 1983, it closed, however, functioned as a youth detention center until um, the 1990s. Now, the ruins report high paranormal activity ranging from orbs to eerie um, disembodied moans, which is really fucking creepy. It's probably just people in odd pockets or of the hallways doing things. Right? It could be an animal. Too. Yeah. It could be a raccoon or something out there just chowing on some stuff. So this place, though, is straight out of a nightmare. And it's kind of sad because we actually had the opportunity to hit this place up, but missed it. Like, I remember we have friends that live in Kamloops and we chatted to them at some point about potentially going there mm -hmm. um, because it doesn't look so it was okay. Tranquil F Farm Fresh manages the site now and it doesn't look like they have opened up uh, post pandemic. But pre-pandemic, you could tour the location and they even offered an escape room experience. That's right. I was trying to think because I remember, yeah. I was, like, was it like a haunted house or something? Escape room, that was it. So I think that we suck because that would have been amazing. I'm, but I also think I was terrified too. So I probably. Yeah. I think we'd be able to manage to go there one day though too. They'd, they'd be opening up again. Guaranteed. Hopefully, but right as as of right now, it says like permanently closed. Well, maybe we can be like, yo, we're wicked and grim. Let us in. <laughs> yeah. I was even wondering if you can just drive by. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I should actually ask my friends there. So, but that's crazy. I'm kind yeah. of sad about that. I want to go to that place one day because I have, I've heard a lot about it. Anytime I research like Canada haunted places, it's always on the list. Mm -hmm. So we should make the... The effort to try and go there. Well, I think let's even try to just like drive by this summer or next summer, I guess. Yeah. Drive by ghost hunt. Yeah. Just take like as many pictures as we can and see how many just disembodied <laughs> figures are in the windows. Even a drive by might be enough for me. I don't necessarily need to go in. <laughs> I want to go in. I want to go in so bad. It looks that way, creepy. Well, that's why I want to go in and there's ghosts in there. And as soon as I go in, that way I can come running out screaming like Scooby-Doo style. Yeah, I was literally going to say you talk tough, dude. But if you saw a ghost, you would be gone. Like oh, you would push oh. me the fuck out of the way and be gone. Oh, no, I do not talk tough. I am curious. I want to go in. As soon as I'm confronted, fuck that. I'm out. Simple as that. Okay. Okay. My curiosity will get the better of me. And then my uh, nerves will take over and I will scream and run. It's not a very complicated situation. Okay. <laughs> Contradictory, yes, but not complicated. <laughs> okay, so the next one I had to include. As you know, Canadians are all about their hockey. Oh, fuck yeah, bud. Yeah. And apparently, the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto is haunted. No shit. Did you know this? No. I know. I did not know this. 
So prior to being the Hockey Hall of Fame, the building was a Bank of Montreal branch for many years. Like we're talking 100 years. Oh, snap. That's a long time. And legend has it that a 19-year-old or so bank teller named Dorothy shot herself early in the morning of Wednesday, March 11th, 1953 in the bank. Oh. So she was transported to the hospital but died some hours later. Many rumors have surfaced as to why, but the most common one seems to be that she was having an affair with either another teller or the branch manager and that man was married. Okay, so a little love triangle gone gone sour. I yeah. see. All right. So Dorothy's ghost is now believed to occupy, occupy the building with strange occurrences thought to be connected to her, such as a woman heard crying throughout the building along with other eerie sounds such as moans and screams, lights flicking on and off, doors and windows opening and closing. Some have reported hearing footsteps when working alone at night, and a few have felt a phantom hand on their shoulder or leg. So despite the many reports, only one boy, though, is believed to have actually seen Dorothy's spirit. Oh. He was visiting the Hall of Fame when he started screaming, don't you see her? Don't you see her? And claimed a woman with long black hair was going in and out of the walls. Really? Yep. Holy fuck. (laughs) That is terrifying. And no one else could see her? No. Whoa. Yeah. Like that boy has to be haunted for life. Oh yeah. He's, he's scarred. Let's put it that way. He's going to be going through a shit ton of therapy. Yeah. Wow. Okay, we're moving on again. All right. Us. We're just going around and around here, hey? It's it's like a little little trip. Yeah, it's kind of fun. All just uh, sitting here in our little tiny home. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do have like a travel bug. I would love to be traveling right now. So um, we're moving on to Slovakia. Now, this one came up on many of the lists I researched, and it didn't necessarily say how the castle was haunted, but with what went on within the castle, you can only just assume. Okay, fair enough. Let's let's dish. And you're going to be familiar with this one. Oh. So this is the Castus Castle. Hope I'm saying that correctly. Okay. Um, so the castle was used in the classic horror film, No... Nosferatu. 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 Yeah. Um, and beyond the big, the big screen, the castle walls were once home to Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Bathory. Oh, shit. Yeah, Bathory. There you go. Okay. I know who that. All yeah. right. Gotcha. So, um, so who, and she is perhaps the world's most pro- prolific female serial killer. Yep. So in a fun fact, Ben covered the story of her, I think it was last Halloween week, was it not? I think so, because she's the one who's like related in potentially, who who potentially inspired Bloody Mary, that urban legend, I believe, right? Yeah, the one that like, ba- she. well, I'm going to talk about it here, but baths in their blood of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, because yeah, when I was looking at this, I was like, oh, we should do a podcast on her. Yeah, already did. And then I started like just researching a bit more and I was like, oh shit, Ben already did. So Elizabeth, she's also known as the Blood Countess 
of cat. Castus, I'm saying that funny, sorry. She was accused of torturing and killing hundreds of girls and women between 19 or 1590 and 1610. Mm-hmm. The reason being to bathe in their blood in order to stay young. Fountain of bloody youth. That is just nasty. Wasn't it? I could be incorrect of this. Wasn't she bathing in the blood of virgins? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they were all virgins from what I I read. Like I just I, – I, once I found out that you did this, I was like, I'm just yeah. going to put it in there. But um, the accusations against her were supported by testimony from more than 300 individuals, some of who described physical evidence and the presence of um, mutilated dead, dying, and imprisoned girls found at the time of Elizabeth's Ooh. arrest. So – I do think probably I think the ones she was actually bathing in were virgins or something because mm-hmm. it was going to make her more young. That, that I was, don't know. That was her target. I don't know if it was all virgins she was getting, but that's what she was trying for. I know yeah. that for sure. But yeah, she was brutal. Yeah. Like, holy fuck. And I, yeah. a lot of people were murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there, I do remember that there was no, uh, there's no concrete evidence on who or where the story of uh, Bloody Mary came from, but there is suspicion that it uh, originated from uh, Elizabeth's story. Mm-hmm. So she may actually be potentially Bloody Mary, the original Bloody Mary. Yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This is creepy. That one creeps me the fuck out. So we're moving on again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, we're moving on to the catacombs of Paris. Ooh. Yeah. So this is a massive underground tomb in Paris, France. In the late 1700s, major public health problems tied to the city's cemeteries led to a decision to transfer all human remains to an underground site. Right, right. Which gave birth to the catacombs. Now, when I say massive, I'm talking about the remains of more than 6 million people. Fuck, that is so many. Holy That's shit. That's crazy. I didn't realize it was that many people. Yeah. Wow. So the catacombs are a giant maze and network of tunnels and chambers that dive deep beneath the city and surrounding areas. They branch out and reach out for over um, two, 200 miles with a small portion, so less than about two miles, are all actually open to the public. Fuck. Okay. 
Though there are reportedly secret entrances around Paris, and though illegal, people explore the restricted areas of the tunnels often, which isn't surprising at all, actually. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I have seen, because I believe there is some footage out there on YouTube of like people actually um, mm. going into the catacombs and stuff, and, like exploring. Yeah. Um, there's... I'll touch on it at the end. I'll let you go ahead because there's there's a story that I know from it that's that's kind of okay. re- creepy. Well, I was going to ask you. I would go under. I would go through these hundred percent. Really? Yeah. I would actually love to go and see this because I don't know if I don't think they're mapped out. I think I mean I think people who oh. go through and ex- and uh, explore them have like made their own maps, and it's like hard to get a hold of these. You need to know the right people to get a hold of them because they're illegally exploring this stuff, right? Okay, well, no, I'd just go through <laughs> the part that you can. Oh. Because the thought of freaking getting lost in there would be terrifying. Oh, yeah, 100%. I would definitely easily go through the the little portion that you said that's open to the public. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Like, people actually get lost in these things. Oh, my there's, gosh. There's one thing where like a, a video camera or something was found. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk about that. Oh, see, there we go. Okay. Okay, I'll get there in just one sec. So inside the tunnels are stone passageways that twist and turn. There are also areas with incredible displays formed from human remains. Like Mm -hmm. it it looks amazing, really. Um, Displays such as entire walls made from skulls and bone from floor to ceiling and like in patterns kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Like it's wild. Um, being that so many remains are in one place, of course, rumors of ghosts, hauntings, and urban legends come from the catacombs. So in the, in the 1990s, a story actually surfaced and it was from, uh, cataphils, people who explore the catacombs. So they were doing what they do, exploring, um, and they found a video camera laying on the ground of a hallway. They watched the video and on it found a man running through the catacombs that appeared to be in distress and he was clearly lost and alone. He eventually dropped the camera, leaving it where the people found it, but the man in the video was never found. Yep, that's the same case I was talking about. Yeah. It's, I've, I've seen that footage. You can find that shit on YouTube. It's so chilling. Yeah, that's creepy. I mean, there's a potential that he managed to find his way out, but there's also a potential that his remains are just down there in these catacombs. Yeah, but lost. I feel like someone would have found them, right, at some point. Who knows? Because these these networks, like they're like they're, said, it's they're a not huge mapped. Spot, and it's it go. It's a very long, like large surface area. Mm-hmm. So creepy yeah that's terrifying to me also like maybe don't go down there alone yeah i think in in groups is probably your best bet yeah even like just the two of us going is scary like i feel like we would want more than that just the two of (laughs) us we're gonna get lost if we try to explore the catacombs you and i you ready to move on i'm ready to move on sorry i'm pretty sure everyone's ready for me to move on too no that was lovely okay we're going to um egypt Okay. <laughs> but you, you just started staring at me. All right. Well, I was just like, we're going to Egypt. Okay. Let's okay. go to Egypt. So place of treasure, tombs, and curses. The Valley of the Kings okay. was used sometime around 1500 BC. And it was a replacement for when the Egyptians no longer put their pharaohs in a pyramid as a final resting place. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So in total, the Valley of the Kings is home to 65 tombs, most of which 
um, have fallen to tomb raiders over the centuries, which is pretty shitty. And not to be confused with Laura Croft. We're talking like like grave robbers here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. Thanks for the clarification. Just saying. <laughs> One, however, was untouched, and that's King Tutankhamun. So his tomb was discovered in 1922 by Sir Howard Carter. The tomb was rumored to be cursed, and said curse had many names. Names such as the King's Curse, Curse of the Pharaoh, Mummy's Curse, and the list goes on. Yeah, fair enough. So the rumor um, of a curse initially started when Sir Howard Carter entered the burial chamber of King Tutankhamun on February 17th, 1923. What's the shortened version of that? I was just about to say, you're saying, you're having fun saying Tutankhamun, are you? I think I am, but is it King Tut? Yeah. That Okay. Or I mean, if you want, you can say King Toot. But. King Toot. I kind of like King Toot. <laughs> um, so when strange occurrences began and strange deaths would befall many of the people involved with Sir um, Howard Carter. For example, only a couple weeks after entering the tomb, um, one of Howard's financial backers was bitten by a mosquito, right? Terrifying. That's pretty common. Like, God, how many mosquitoes do we get bitten by? <laughs> So this bite, though, became infected, and he died on April 5th. Right. I forgot about that. I did hear about that before. Could you imagine dying from a mosquito bite? I know. that's. Like, I feel like that's the least epic way to die. That is. That's, that, yeah. I mean, that's a story and a half. That's so shitty, though. Like, up here, if that was a thing that could happen, like, how many people would die in it? Oh, Canada would be wiped out in yeah. a week. Yeah. Yeah. So the curse isn't the only paranormal activity that has been reported in the Valley of the Kings, though. According to multiple witnesses, a chariot with jet black horses will ride across the desert sand at midnight. Oh, shit. Which is fucking terrifying. That sounds really cool. I want to like sit back with a lawn chair and oh, popcorn. You, you want to watch this? Fuck yeah. Okay. As, as long as it doesn't start riding towards me, I'm cool. Okay, it is said to be driven by a short man who appears to be an Egyptian pharaoh. Nothing has, of course, been proven, but many swear by the tale and the identity of this mysterious chariot and its drivers are unknown. Crazy. That's nuts. That, so, so you're telling me you wouldn't go sit on a desert dune eating some popcorn at midnight, looking off down some valley of the kings with like – dead pharaoh's resting place to see if there's a ghost chariot that rides among the valley no that doesn't sound interesting to you i mean it sounds interesting but i also feel like i'd just rather not really <laughs> i think that's terrifying yeah see for me i'm far enough away where it's like look at that way over there and if it that's fucking cool. starts coming then you just see ben running across the oh, desert yeah. i will be running faster than that chariot i can guarantee you Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we're moving to Serbia next. And I do apologize in advance for my name pronunciation. Um, these names, you can look up how to pronounce them. So we're no just, Google we're Translate just, we're or anything. it here. Okay. So the remote village of uh, Kisiljevo, to be exact. And this is home to less than 800 people. Oh, small. So it's like small. a small village, right? 
1725, a Serbian peasant or peasant, sorry, peasant. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. What is a peasant? <laughs> it's like a peasant president. It's very odd. <laughs> okay. I am the peasant of this <laughs> Serbian country here. Okay. So it was a Serbian peasant named Peter would pass away and following his death over the next eight days, nine deaths would occur. Oh, snap. With the nine dying, saying on their deathbed that they had been throttled by Peter's corpse. Throttled by his corpse? Yes. Like he just, a zombie beat the shit out of him. I have no idea. (laughs) All right. I don't even know what that means. He's like, you owe me five bucks, bitch. (laughs) So priests and officials flocked to this village to investigate, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And roughly 40 days after his death, they exhumed his grave. Okay. And much to their dismay, found that his beard and nails still seemed to be growing. Oh, okay. I have heard of this. And there were signs of new skin growth. So they took a stake and like plunged it into his body. And it was reported that fresh blood splurted from is that a word splurted from his ears and mouth a horrible scream arose and his skin turned black what the fuck after that the murder stopped and some call him the first vampire wow yeah like that i feel like please dear god let's just say that's that is creepy as shit didn't happen Because that's terrifying. That is terrifying. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So we're going to move on. (laughs) I really hope I don't dream about that one tonight. Oh, I know. That would be the worst. The the other ones I could handle. That one's... The fact that you literally exhume someone's body that many days after they pass and like you see that. But then the thing is I'd be like, oh my God, like are they still alive? But then then you stab them, basically, and then they're a freaking vampire. Like, shit. I don't know. That's hmm. scary. Yeah, it's 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 scary. <laughs> I don't I don't have any other words for it. That is, if true, fucked up. Terrifying. OK, so now we're going to go to Australia. Um, so and this this is the final place we're heading, folks. So and this is the Monte Cristo homestead. Have you heard of that? I, I've heard of Monte Cristo. But I mean, I mean, there's a Monte Cristo sandwich, so that could be where it's from. I have no clue. I don't know if that's where the sandwich is from, babe. <laughs> okay, so this is said to be Australia's most haunted house. Okay? Oh, okay, interesting. So it's built on a hillside in New uh, New South Wales, and in 1884 by farmer Christopher Crawley. So Christopher died on December 4th, 1920, and after his death, it was said his wife Elizabeth had. Like, much trouble coping. Christopher Crawley. That sounds familiar. Yeah, that name does, eh? But maybe it's just from this. Maybe. So his wife, Elizabeth, she locked herself inside the house, spending most of her time up in the attic where she had built a small chapel. She remained in the home 23 years, only leaving the house twice before she herself passed away. Wow. Yeah. Like, that's kind of sad. It's kind of sad that it his is. death just distraught her that much, you know? No kidding. So after some time and much vandalism, the homestead was eventually purchased and restored to its original state. 
They turned it into a museum for tours, including a doll museum, and they sold antiques. A doll museum. Yeah. Okay. So dolls, haunted place. This is going to end well. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have – I don't have anything else to say about the dolls, but I just thought that was interesting. Okay. But dolls are creepy as shit, so. Dolls are fucking creepy. Yeah. So – once they kind of moved in and settled in, it was immediately noticed the strange occurrences happening in the house. For one, their animals did not want to go into the house. Really? And that's, okay. I mean, kids, animals, I think they're more susceptible, right? We know they're more susceptible oh. to like hauntings and oh, paranormal I mean, activity. They see women with black hair walking through Hockey Hall of Fame walls. Like, oh my God. clearly. It's that poor child. Oh my goodness. Okay, so lights appear to be on in the evening as you would approach the house. So say you're driving up to this house, right? Yes. It's, it's someone's up, like the lights are on. But when you open the front door, all the lights are actually off. What? Which is fucked. Um, the homestead is actually haunted by at least 10 ghosts. 10? Yeah. So including, I'm not going to cover all of them, but including Christopher Crawley and his wife, Elizabeth. So Christopher's ghost haunts the room in which he died, but his spirit is reported as kind as ever, which is kind of nice. Okay. Elizabeth, on the other hand, she still rules the house and judges anyone who dares to enter her house. So she's a biatch. If she doesn't like you, she'll try to scare you out with ice cold air falling on your skin. So like okay. you get like this feeling of just chill, like like a shiver. What, what, why don't I just put on a hoodie? Is that what you would do? That's probably what I'd do. I'd be like, there's a draft. And then oh. I'd put on a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's all I'm going to say about that spooky place. But I would I would probably actually visit that one. It looks pretty cool. That one sounds pretty cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. I would love to go to Australia, to be honest. To be fair, though, I don't think she sounds like a biatch. I think she's just like, yo. Get like, out of my house. Yeah. I, I like. I haven't left the house for how many decades I just like chilling in my own space and yeah. you're in my zone. Fuck yeah. off. And then she doesn't even like deter you in any mean way. She's like, here, I'm going to make you a little bit cold so you'll leave. <laughs> and you'll a leave bit, and grab your sweater. A little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. It'll well, make you slightly uncomfortable so you'll maybe leave me alone. I know. I'm like not – like going through this now, not all ghosts are bad. Like I do think – that there's kind spirits and certain spirits out there that are even just like looking out for you, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there definitely are some scary ones too, which is a little bit alarming and terrifying, but. Yeah. There, so, there's some weird shit out there, whether yeah. it's spirits or not. Like even like a curse on its own might not be a spirit, but it could be like, like the curse of Tutankhamun. Who knows what that specifically is? Maybe mm -hmm. a fucking spell laid on his tomb, but. Yeah. That in itself is just eerie and ugh. just as Kiwi starts walking down the stairs, our this black cat, <laughs> black shadow. <laughs> so anyway, that was our trip around the world. Wow, that was cool. Thank you. Yeah, that was Thank kind of interesting. Me. There are a ton more that I wanted to cover, but I was like, we're gonna we're gonna keep it down, and then you know what? Maybe we'll we'll cover those ones next year. So well, there's there's a lot of creepy, scary, paranormal, strange, weird, abnormal places all around the world so i don't think you'd ever run out of uh, topics well yeah there's so many that literally i want to be like an elizabeth that just stays in my house there you go yeah well 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 done yeah um yeah regular spiel at the end of the show there we have links in our description there you go 
<laughs> and um, remember that we're going to be going live tomorrow at four or sorry, today. Uh, so October 29th at 4 p.m. PST. On Instagram. Yeah. So, so yeah, if you want to carve some pumpkins with us. Yeah. Um, in lieu of doing the spiel for our socials and all that sort of stuff, I actually want to ask you guys a little bit of a favor, if that's okay. If you haven't and you want to show your support for the show and you're like, hey, I don't want to sign up for Patreon. I don't want to follow you on socials. I don't want to do any of that <laughs> stuff. Instead, can we ask if you go ahead and give us a rating on Spotify, mm -hmm. Apple Podcast? It makes a major difference. It for actually our show. does, big time. So we would appreciate it if you go ahead and give us a five star rating. Just saying. Yeah. Um, but rate us appropriately as you see fit. But a rating would be absolutely amazing. So. Yeah, we love we love getting ratings. It honestly just makes our day. So we would be super appreciative of that. Yeah. So thank you very much, and thank you Nicole for doing an awesome episode. That was well done. Yeah. And you know what? We just have two more to go. Just two more. Wow. This Halloween week has been a friggin' blast. I can't wait for next one already. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> it's I know. Halloween week isn't even over. I know. Yeah, it's so fun. <clears throat> anyway, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And uh, until tomorrow. I'm going to try and, and, and end this the way you do. Okay. You ready for this? Ready for it? <laughs> oh, I know. <clears throat> someone actually commented. I was like, I actually do 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 do, <clears throat> do it yeah, the do, same. Do. Okay. Here we, here we go. Okay. 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 Ready? Lead me up again. So until next, or I was going to say next week, uh, until tomorrow. Stay wicked. That's pretty good. Oh, thank you. <laughs>